Welcome back to Insert Coins. Mike Inglehart here with you. It is October 15th. Been away for a few weeks here. It's been quite busy actually with uh, my work and haven't really had the time to jump on this. I've actually also been back on the ice playing hockey in the local beer leagues here in the lower mainland of British Columbia. So I've been happy doing that and had a lot of stuff on the go, but wanted to catch back up here. Episode 20 today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're new here, we are a podcast dedicated to the world of video games from the perspective of somebody who works in the industry being me. I've been doing it for, it'll be not too long, February 14th. Funny enough, Valentine's Day is the day that I moved to Vancouver to start in the video game industry. So will be coming up on 21 years out here with a bit of time, of course, working in Ontario back in the day. About a month away now from the next-gen consoles making their way to your homes. Hopefully, you've got your hands on a few or one or both or something like that. I'm also happy to report that my custom arcade cabinet from really cool company called Extreme Home Arcades ships out today or tomorrow. Um, just got the final pictures of that. Really excited about getting that bad boy uh, here in my place. I'm not sure if I've shared details on here yet, but I actually ended up going with a Mario Strikers charged dedicated cabinet with the basically it's one of the games i'm most proud of uh, that i've made in my career and when i was trying to think of what to put on this thing initially i was going to go with punch out also a game i was really happy to have worked on but when i compare what we did at next level on punch out versus mario strikers charge the strikers series was definitely more original more our idea punch out while it had original ideas in it it was a modernization of a game and and i thought strikers was uh, the right thing to just immortalize and really proud of that game. And so I'm really looking forward to getting that. I know my buddy Catfish might be out there listening. I'm excited to play a game called Ant Eater, which I never played. I have looked at videos, so I'm gonna have him over, of course, uh, uh, one of my right-hand men on uh, the Striker series at Next Level. A uh, guy I actually play hockey with as well. So um, thanks for listening if you're out there, Catfish, and look forward to having you over and seeing the cabinet and sharing in all of its glory. Speaking of games, and I think the last time we talked, I wanted to do a little bit of reviews that of games that I've been playing recently as the current generation of consoles start to come to a close. And WWE 2K Battlegrounds was a game that I purchased recently. I want to see all the hubbub was about with that game. Of course, the wrestling genre has been really interesting for a long period of time as it's, like a lot of the sports genres, has become quite stagnant. And you've just really had the 2K wrestling game for a while. And they killed the mainline game this year. It didn't come out. And quite frankly, that series was just depleting and getting worse over time. And gameplay was stale. And people just wanted more something different. And so 2K partnered with Sabercat and create or Saber, sorry, I was called Sabercat, Saber Interactive, the guys that made the NBA Playgrounds games which I actually like NBA Playgrounds. It's a, it's a really decent skill-based game. The unfortunate thing with Playgrounds is they hammered it with microtransactions in the sequel. And if you wanted to play with your favorite team, well, you had to spend money to play with the players you wanted to play with because trying to play through the single player as many times as they wanted you to to unlock characters was just obscene. But nonetheless, it was good gameplay. So that company was hired to work on WWE 2K Battlegrounds Maybe the company that's going to work on the NFL 
2K arcade game. I could see that possibly being a relationship given what we're seeing that has come out from Saber Interactive. And so they're the company behind this game. So if you haven't played 2K Battlegrounds, it's definitely a more arcade brawler take on the wrestling genre. The game features a lot of different ways to play. They do have online modes. I'm not sure if it's because the game hasn't had a lot of purchases. The online has been very buggy for me. It's been very hard to play online. But nonetheless, getting start back to the top, the vision for the game. An arcade style wrestling game. The characters are, I'd say the likenesses are good, but these look like kind of more action figure style of wrestlers. So very stubby bodies, exaggerated proportions. Stubby is the right way to use to describe them. And, but I think likenesses are good. One of the cool things actually in the game, speaking of microtransactions, is if you go in, so the game launches and a certain number of the wrestlers are already unlocked. They're there in the game itself. So they give you a decent collection. You could have bought the special edition, whatever you want to call it, which came with many, many more characters unlocked. And then during the game, you earn currencies. Currencies can be used to unlock characters. They also give you some currency to start to unlock characters. And probably one of the cool things about microtransactions in this game is the aspect of actually unlocking new characters. And they have the characters in sort of a, a blister package where you can see the character inside the plastic uh, container where they're uh, concealed. And the characters are animated, they're bashing on the container trying to get out. And when you open it, the package opens up. And for my younger years, of course, whether you're buying wrestling action figures, Star Wars figures, just that idea of opening a blister package was really satisfying. And I really like the character they put into it. So, and also you can grind for currency. So I think Saber and 2K are learning their ways. Of course, I have nothing wrong if you give me 70 of 100 characters and you have special ones you want me to pay for to unlock, but also giving me the way to grind it, I think was a, a step in the right direction. So um, look at the game. It's kind of mixed. Some people don't like it. I don't mind it. I like that it's a bit crazy. You, you fight in a lot of really interesting environments. There's a military base where a helicopter comes around. You can grab on a helicopter and do crazy moves off of that. There's an environment that's in kind of like the Florida Everglades or the Bayou. They have crocodiles that are leaned up watching the match. You can throw wrestlers into the crocodiles to do more damage. So there's this aspect of, you know, interactive environments that come into play. The intros are fairly authentic. You got the theme music for the wrestlers that are there. So you can sort of relive that moment of your favorite wrestlers coming down to the ring. And so the vibe is different. I mean, they're definitely taking liberties and trying to create something that's a bit more approachable and easy to pick up and play. Gameplay-wise, there's actually a lot going on in the game. At first glance, I would say, you know, you can just get by with button mashing, doing the same thing over and over again. There's a lot of button time-based mechanics in the game. So reversals are done by timing the button that is flashed on the screen. So if somebody's putting you into a grapple, the game may flash up any one of the face buttons and you have a, a limited time window to react to that in order to reverse the move and, and gain the upper edge. The AI in the game, I think is fairly easy to roll over. It's, it's really about bashing, you know, the lights out of the opponent doing certain moves. Um, I actually found it a fair bit 
challenging to manipulate all the other things, such as like I haven't been able to throw a wrestler into a crocodile's mouth. Jumping on the helicopter was a bit easier because it just was jumping in the ring. And there's a lot of nuances in terms of being able to, you know, push people into turnbuckles, um, grabbing items from under the ring. Uh, so there's depth there and there's stuff to learn. I would just say it hasn't been the most intuitive. And despite that, despite the fact that they're putting up these tutorial overlays to try to show you this is how you do this, this is how you do that. It didn't really um, retain with me as I played through the game. A lot of different modes and ways to play in the game. They do have a single player mode where you work your way through story where uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin um, is there to kind of guide you through trying to get into the WWE. You work your way up. I believe the end of it is WrestleMania. It's a fairly lengthy single player experience. You can unlock other wrestlers as rewards working through that, other elements for your created character. Uh, there is a created character mode where you make your own wrestler and work through matches, uh, tuning that character up. Potentially, you can take that character online with you uh, if you want to as well. If you just want to play with your favorite wrestlers, they have a multitude of different modes in there. You can choose a men's or women's side of the WWE, Fatal 4-Ways, Steel Cage Matches, Tag Teams, a Triple Threat, Royal Rumble, lots of different ways to play, Gauntlets. Uh, so there's a, a multitude of ways to actually play and enjoy the game. I would say the game itself, and again, online I touched on a little bit earlier, it's been very buggy and again i don't know if that's just because people haven't bought the game it takes forever to find opponents i've had a lot of, of games actually crash out before i actually get into the match which also stinks because then the game actually hard crashes and has to reboot itself i did play one uh king of the ring and it was decent for the time that i played you work your way through an, a leaderboard over the course of a week, so they have events in there. I should also say, too, they have special events uh, that you can play through. You need specific wrestlers, so you know, a way to try to get you to play more or spend some money to buy the specific wrestlers to get into those game modes. Um, so lots to do. I would say the thing, though, is this game is, is better played. I've spent about six hours with the game. Probably better playing with other people. Probably better playing with people on the couch side by side. From a single player perspective, this is a game I just use to kind of maybe blow off some steam. Uh, it is fun to manipulate the AI, you know, do big moves, get the payoffs for that. But um, the gameplay itself just kind of plays out the same way. Despite the depth, despite the range, I just felt every match kind of plays out the same time and time again. So um, overall, if I was going to give this game a rating, I'd give it 6 out of 10. Uh, I think the look is okay. Uh, I think there's a lot for the player to do. If you're somebody just who loves WWE and wants to go in and, and smash and have fun and, and relive match moments and things like that, this game would be for you as well. While there is depth, I don't think the gameplay really embraces that depth at the end of the day because there's very simple ways to, to win the match. And it, there's not a lot of payoff in trying to take risk reward that's out there. And I actually would have liked to see, even in the single player, we'd like to see more variety worked in early on and have more accomplishable goals because there's a lot to do. And the problem is when you have a lot of things to do and the gameplay is repetitive, it's not motivating to want to go and do that again and again. Hopefully they keep working on the series because I do see it as something that could be fun over time. But yeah, for right now, for the model it is, this is like a good pick up and play, play with your friends experience. You're gonna play it for 20 minutes, 30 minutes and put it down. It's not something that's gonna hold your attention uh, for a while. So I'd say wait until it goes on sale if you're interested in it, even though it was value priced at $49. 
it's probably better to wait. And uh, if you got it for 20 or something like that, it's going to be well worth your dime. So there you go. WWE 2K Battleground, six out of 10 from me. Fun to kick around, but uh, wouldn't buy it at full price. And I definitely would wait for it to be discounted. Um, Super Mario 35, also something that's come out. We'll talk about that a little bit after this as another free game from Nintendo that embraces the Battle Royale thing right here on Insert Coins. You're listening to Insert Coins. Mike Inglehart with you. Episode 20. Just talked about WWE 2K Battlegrounds off the top. And now going to dive into Super Mario 35, which recently came out on the Nintendo Switch. A free game if you have the Nintendo Online service, which I do. And Nintendo has put out some of these games historically. There was Tetris 99, which came out. And there are these free handouts they've been doing, which embraces the Battle Royale style of gameplay, which essentially is, in this case, 35 men enter and one man will, or woman, or person, will leave as the champion. And so essentially, it's a really interesting take on the original Super Mario Brothers back on the NES. You choose, and you can unlock as you go forth, um, a world to start in. So initially, you start on World 1-1. It's where most of my PlayStation has been so far. Matched up with 35 other people that are on the, the board itself. And when you play, you're go working your way through the level. And as you do things such as collect coins, mushrooms, flowers, stars, extra men, you add time to your the time you have left. You run out of time, your, your match is over as well. Of course, the way you lose, of course, is if you're small and you get hit by something and you're dead, that's it, it's over, done, see you, you're out of the game. You can spectate or try again somewhere else. There's also this interesting power-up mechanic in the game where you're collecting coins and you can use your coins to purchase a, a buff, a power-up. And it can be anything from a star, a mushroom, a flower, a pow box to destroy everything on screen. And essentially the incentive in the game is you wanna work through the levels as fast as possible to build up your time because time can become an issue. And the thing that's really tough to navigate is as other people are killing things, such as Goombas, Koopas, you name it, Hammer Brothers, they start to show up on your board. And of course, the more uh, people that get eliminated, the less people there are, the more enemies start to appear on the other, uh, the other uh, boards. And you get this really big onslaught of like parades of Goombas, Koopas uh, coming at you. And so, of course, the, the, one of the best ways to play the game is obviously if you have a star, stars are not something that's permanent, but having flowers and being able to launch fireballs is kind of key that I found to staying alive. Actually, pretty good. My second time playing, I actually finished third. And when you get down to like the final three, the final five, it goes for a long time. There's this combination of like patience and risk that you have to balance because you go too slow, you eat too much time away. You, you get big bonuses of time, obviously, by getting to the flag at the end of the level. Um, go too fast, and of course, all it takes is a few odd mistakes and you're done. And so, you know, you're playing the game and, and it's really about, I think what benefited me is back in the day playing the original Super Mario Brothers so many times and just knowing the worlds, knowing what's there, knowing what's coming. And the gameplay mechanics and the jumping 
and floating in the air and, and everything is obviously it's well ingrained in my head for even this many years after because i played the game so very much as a kid typically these type of tetris 99 i was not as successful as i was with uh, super mario 35 and it was actually fun to play something where i felt capable uh, and that hasn't uh, happened all the time with uh, tetris tetris 99 or fortnite uh other products like that that i played in the battle royale uh setting so i haven't unlocked uh, enough worlds yet i gotta go out and play more worlds i imagine when you get into the swimming levels it gets even more dicey it was kind of interesting playing to see bowser show up randomly in world one one which he doesn't fit there that's the other thing too depending where people are you're going to see enemies from different spots show up depending on what other things people are doing how they're manipulating the world the types of attacks that they're doing and there's direct relationships between the types of enemies that appear in your world and what other people are doing adversely again the incentive is try to kill as many things as possible figuring out when to use your power up and get lucky and get the power bar and destroy many things to send something nasty to something somebody else in in the world itself um i would say if you have the service you haven't downloaded it do yourself a favor and play it i found it to be fun i haven't gone back to it too much i think it's the kind of thing again where i jump in and play it's just my pattern as a gamer i'm not a, a big uh uh, last man standing battle royale style of play i'm still more of a player versus experience or single player uh, player at the end of the day uh, you know in contrast like a game like super mega baseball 3 i'm on my 14th season right now i think i've played over 400 games of that which is an insane amount of time that's more my thing but i definitely will go back and play super mario 35 again i, I give it a solid 8 out of 10 i think it's a fun game i think it's a different way to twist battle royale and i give nintendo a lot of credit for trying something new and taking something that wasn't built to be a last man standing game and adapting it and creating something completely unique and it's been fun playing things that are new that are exclusive to being part of the online service and i'm excited to see what else they come out with next what do you think of the super mario 35 or have you played wwe battlegrounds if any comments any things like that i always love to hear from people out there listening you can hit me up at insertcoinstalk at gmail.com you can also hit me up over on twitter at the big win mike it's my handle over there so feel free to hit me up on one of those and love to know what you think of either of the games we've talked about here today be curious to see what else translates to battle royale i know there is a game i'm quite excited about on um uh, the playstation 5 that's coming destruction all-stars which looks like a really cool i believe it's a i haven't looked into the details yet but it looks like a destruction derby style of battle royale game and i think there's a lot of opportunity still for the genre i mean obviously the genre is not done and it's probably still getting started but what ideas do you think would fit best in a battle royale what other things do you think could exist out there I'm surprised in sports games we haven't seen like a um home run derby battle royale where it's just basically who can hit home runs the longest as sort of a side mode in in some of these games and um you know i, I think we're, we still haven't seen the be all and end all and there's a lot of subgenres that can probably relate to it and i think with super mario 35 what we're seeing is the opportunity and it just takes the right kind of designer to adapt this last man standing design and apply it to things that again weren't necessarily uh, designed to do that and i think the elegance with super mario 35 is that it just leverages everything the game is and they create a nice set of game rules on top of that to uh, drive it to a game that uh, is familiar but plays in a different way than we've ever uh, had a chance to play it before so do yourself a favor if you have a switch and you have the online download nintendo 35 if you don't have 
the online, but you do have a Switch, I think it might be worth it uh, to, to check that out and play that game. And again, Nintendo has lots of surprises uh, that come along. Uh, never mind the NES and SNES Vault games that appear on there as well. So Super Mario 35, 8 out of 10. A lot of fun. Check it out. WW2K Battlegrounds. I'd wait. Spend your money on the Nintendo Online service. I think you'll have more fun with uh, Super Mario 35. And that will bring us to the end of episode 20 on Insert Coins. Thank you so much for stopping by and listening today. As always, if you have feedback on the show, you can reach me at insertcoinstalk at gmail.com. You can also hit me up over on the world of Twitter at the Big Win Mike is my handle. A couple of games for you to consider today. I'm excited. We're a month away from Next Gen World. I'm super jazzed for that. I've got my arcade custom cabinet coming custom cabinet arcade yeah custom cabinet i thought i said it wrong i actually didn't um lots of games lots of gaming lots of stuff on the horizon for me which i couldn't be more excited about for all of you out there take care wherever you are and what you're up to we'll see you next time on insert coins and as always happy gaming everybody take care